management, leadership. If you're all about that, I know that you're ready for the leaderish podcast. Ay, change your mindset because it is vital. Remembering that leader is not all about a title. It's about helping others level up, get their best. Talking about the skills, time to focus, time to represent. Hey, Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that. Time to tune in to the leaderish podcast. Hey, let's go. The Leaderish Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Leaderish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brandy, and oh my gosh, this season has been amazing so far. Um, and I'm appreciating a lot of the discussion that we've been having about leadership. But guess what? We are just now getting into really me providing you all with some guidance, right? This is a little bit of a model. You can think of it as that a model for really how to start to develop your leadership. And so I'm breaking it down. If you have not seen the first couple of episodes or you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to that. Because in this episode, we're transitioning into a little bit of a series on how to activate your leadership, some of the things that you need to do. And so anyway, before I get into that, you all know if you have any questions, if you need any advice, you can shoot me a text message, 215-608-5687. I have a text advising community. And so I'm excited and we use the community app to get that done. Um, so shout out to them, but 215-608-5687. And here's the thing, for those of you who this is the first time listening to your podcast, I do this every single time because I want to reiterate for you all really who you're listening to, what my stance is, what my perspective is. We do not have a lot of time to waste or to spend these days. And so if you are taking time out to listen to the Leader-ish podcast, I want to let you know that first and foremost, I believe that we are in the biggest leadership crisis that we've ever been in in the history of our world. I believe that we do not need any more followers. We have enough of them. We need more leaders. I believe that leadership is about your character, not about your title. I believe that leadership is the great equalizer, not education. That thing that they lied and told you that education was going to be the great equalizer, that thing that's going to help you be successful in life if you just get educated. That's not the case. And you're hearing that from a PhD, okay? I have as much education as you can possibly get. And at the end of the day, I know people with degrees, more degrees than me, okay, that are not leaders. And so at the end of the day, we need to be focused on the fact that building our character is going to be the thing that differentiates the workplace that we're in now from the workplace that we want to see. So look, if you haven't already done so, Pick up, put in work, gain respect, influence others, and get results as a new leader. That's my first book. It's amazing. And it really is going to underscore a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast. With that being said, let's get into today's episode. So today we're talking about activating your leadership spirit activating your leadership spirit. So we've been talking a lot about, you know, identifying some of the things that will will show you that you are not a leader, that people that you're working with are not true leaders. And we've been kind of, you know, shaking some things up, but now we have to put things back together again. And so for the next couple of episodes, we're going to be talking about step-by-step step, some of the things that you need to do in order to enhance, elevate, level up your leadership. And so the first thing you need to do is really activate your leadership spirit, activate your leadership spirit. So I'm actually going to look up, um, let me just Google this really quickly. Let me just look up the definition of 
skills. Because I think it's important for us to start to undo some of what we've been taught about leadership, some of the language that we use around leadership. Um, we, we talk about leadership skills, okay? And, and the definition of skill, skills are proficiency, facility, or dexterity that is acquired or developed through training or experience, a developed talent or ability, Okay, the ability to use one's knowledge effectively and readily in execution or performance. How to use skills. Okay, awesome, awesome. So the ability to use one's knowledge effectively and readily in execution of performance. So I like that. But here's the problem. We've been focusing so much on leadership skills and learning skills in a way that that says that we turn these skills off and on at various times, that when you need to quote unquote perform as the definition says, oh, all of a sudden I'm gonna be able to use my knowledge effectively or execute for me to perform in this specific domain. Now my issue with that is that what it does is it it gives us the assumption that you can be a leader in certain contexts and not others. Like I believe that I show up as a leader in every domain of my life. And of my lifestyle. Now, if you missed episode three, I think it was, we talked about the different sort of life domains, your finances, your health, your relationship, things like that, um, and, and how you need to be leading across the board and be in alignment there. I was talking at that uh, in that episode about the fact that, hey, I don't really care if you're killing it at work, if your home relationship is super toxic and you don't have it together and you're not doing what you're supposed to do and you're not demonstrating some of those leadership characteristics. And so we've been taught that Leadership is this thing that at work, that in these contexts, I need to be able to take this knowledge and that I've acquired and have that dexterity in these different situations in order to show up as a leader. But at the end of the day, I'm going to argue and always argue that you should be a leader really 24-7. You should be working towards developing your leadership in multiple areas, okay? So it's not this switch that you turn off and that you turn on. So we want to stop thinking about leadership as a set of skills. Sure it is, but let's, let's minimize the language that we use around that. What I'm using as an alternative is really saying, really, it's your leadership spirit. It's the spirit of who you are. When you have and and build that character, and I think even before your characters, what what spirit do you have? And I don't want people to get, you know, oh gosh, spirit. That sounds is that a religious thing, or is that a you know, you know, you know, some of y'all are taking it way too serious, way too literal. But 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 let me just see. Let me see what the definition of spirit is. Actually, let let me actually see what it is. Let me see a force or principle believed to animate living beings. Oh, this is hilarious. What is this? Is this like the Halloween dictionary? What is this? A force or principle believed to animate humans and often to endure after departing from the body of a person's death. The soul. Okay, they they got like way too deep here. (laughs) So there's another definition that I think is a little bit better. It says the principle of conscious life. Ooh, Ooh, the vital principle in humans. Ooh, ooh, here we go. I like this one. I like this one. Okay. The principle of conscious life, the vital principle of humans. I love this. First of all, from a psychological perspective, when you're talking about conscious versus unconscious, now now we cooking. Now we cooking. Hold on. Let me just pull this up. So, you know, think about when you're conscious, when you're mentally perceptive or alert, when you're awake. 
when you're mentally perceptive or alert, you're awake. Some of you are walking around day in and day out and you're not awake. You're actually not mentally alert. You're just going along with the motions like a zombie every single day. You're being conscious means characterized by or having an awareness of one's environment and one's own existence, one's own sensations and thoughts, being aware. And so when you think about the leadership spirit, it's really about that self-reflection. It's like emotional competence on steroids, right? It's you having that consciousness about who you are, about what you represent, about how how you're showing up. It's a principle of conscious life. So you have to be, when you're activating your leadership spirit, you need to really be above and beyond those around you in terms of being conscious. You know, there's so many things that, you know, you have you ever gone through the week and it's like Friday just pops out of the, you're like, it is Friday, it's the end of the week. I don't even know what happened this week, <laughs> right? Like I got some of my stuff done, some stuff didn't get done and like everything else was a blur in between and I didn't get enough time with my family and I didn't get this and I have a list to do and, uh, you know, and, and weeks go by like that, week after week, months go by like that, month after month. And then all of a sudden years, year after year, and you wake up and you wonder where has your life gone or where is your life going? And at the end of the day, I'm going to argue that you are not connected to. And here's the thing. We all have a, a spirit, right? We all have a spirit. And again, I'm not getting all existential and blah, 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 blah. But I'm just saying you're, you can have a dark spirit. You can have a conscious spirit. You can have an unconscious spirit. You can have a, you know, just in the, in the essence of the word that I'm using this. And so you can have a follower spirit about yourself. You can have a leadership spirit, right? Like technically the way I'm using it, you can use it in any given direction. And so what, what I want us to start to think about here is first and foremost, get away from thinking about leadership as skills, these things that you do. I, a leader is who you are. Leadership is about who you are as a person, okay? Period, you know? So that's the first thing. But then when we talk about the leadership spirit and what that is, it's you being conscious. It's you being um, having that principle that values awareness, that values um, doing things with purpose when you're conscious. You know, let me just go. And this isn't, you know, if you guys may not already know, I have the Diversity and Confusion podcast. So this is not that podcast. But let me tell you a gripe that I have with the diversity and inclusion industry. This is why I decided to really make one of my missions developing uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion innovations because we're really missing the mark here. An entire industry that that somehow, and again, because it's an industry of followers and, and I'm always you know, being critical just because I'm a part of this industry doesn't mean that I can't have a critical eye uh, to what we're doing well and what we're, do what we're not doing so well and the opportunities that we have. But I don't like this idea of unconscious bias unconscious bias. And, and there are people that literally they only sell unconscious bias and there are companies that will call me and say we need unconscious bias because and this is what doesn't make sense first of all the the in the word in the phrase unconscious bias if you're unconscious first of all it lets people off the hook with their behavior the whole assumption is that you're so unaware of your biases and your behavior that we have to make you aware of it but here's the thing i've never heard anybody that's gone through unconscious bias training that said, oh my gosh, ever since I became more aware of my unconscious biases, I haven't been biased since. You know, like it, it doesn't make sense. Either you're conscious or not, 
right? And so we should call it overcoming bias. We should call it um, being more conscious and aware of our biases. But we, we, we keep using the word unconscious bias and we think that it's gonna go away. It's not gonna go away. And quite frankly, the, the, the idea behind unconscious bias and the theory behind it was not meant to be used in the way that it's being used right now. But in the same way, we do that with things like leadership. When we talk about leadership skills and, and let's show some leadership and let's make sure that we're being a leader on this project. And as well, let's make sure you just are a leader. Let's make sure that you just have the character of a leader 24 seven. Do leaders make mistakes? Absolutely. Are leaders perfect? Absolutely not. But at the end of the day, if we don't shift to being, to showing up as, to making this a part of the spirit of who we are, if you did want to go by some of those like super, uh, you know, high level spiritual definitions that I read earlier on. Hey, if, if we if we think that your spirit is a force or a principle believed to animate humans in who you are, then then let's be let's be honest here about the fact that w how you are showing up in your leadership spirit, it's a it's a part of who you are. Is that animating who you are? Are you just showing up that way? And quite frankly, so many of you are looking for other leadership opportunities. You're looking for promotions and things like that. And, and, and here's the thing. You have to show up as a leader first to get that leadership promotion. Now, I know that we know folks who've gotten promotions and they're not really leaders. And that's a whole, that's a different episode, right? We talked about that already. But for you, don't wait to build your leadership skills. Don't, don't wait for that opportunity to start to show up in a different way. Show up as a leader now. And it's, it's going to require you really to, um, to embody the, the spirit of a leader. So how do you activate your leadership spirit? Okay. How do you activate it? And here's the thing. It, it's really less of an activation and more of a release from non-leadership. Ooh. Ooh, I think that was good. I was good. Let me say that one again. When activating your leadership spirit is less of an activation and it's more of a release of those non-leadership things about yourself. Okay. It, that's really what it is. Because sometimes I think when we're trying to do things, when we're trying to execute, when we're trying to show up in a new way, when we're trying to, you know, there's so much and we're trying and we're trying and we're trying to do these new things, it can get challenging. And so I recommend that we think about this as instead of you trying to do more, how about you actually um, release those things that are not demonstrative of, of a leadership spirit? Okay. So the first thing is identify what spirit you have now. If we're just going with that vocabulary and that language. And again, if you're getting so caught up in, in that, I can't help you. I can't help you because you're missing the boat. Okay. But let's really think about the type of spirit that you have now. Do you have a follower spirit? Do you have a people pleasing spirit? Do you have a, a, a spirit of anger? Do you have a spirit of comparison? Do you have an insecure spirit? What spirit do you have now? Right? Because until we can, we can't get you to a leadership spirit until we can figure out what spirit that you have now. Okay. And so you have to identify that. That's step number one. The next thing is identify your brand now versus where your brand needs to be. So I haven't talked a lot about your professional brand thus far. In my book, Put in Work, I think I have a whole, I think the whole first chapter is about your professional brand or your leadership brand. But at the end of the day, we all have a brand, right? It's not that you have one or you don't. We all have a brand. Your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. It's the way that you make people feel when you interact with them. It's your reputation that precedes you, good, bad, ugly, or, or otherwise. And so 
Identify where your brand is. Now, some of you may say, well, Dr. Brandy, how do I identify where my brand is right now? Number one, you can just become more self-aware. So for me, I'm always looking at and observing and reflecting on how people interact with me. What are those things that people are doing that don't sit right with me? And, and I ask myself, what am I doing to give people or send them the signal or the message that it's okay for them to interact with me that way because it's not okay? What are the ways that I'm showing up that's maybe sending a message that's making people behave and respond to me a certain way that's out of alignment with what I want on uh, at the stage that I'm in today, right? And so when you think about your brand, that's one way. Just be self-reflective. You will notice what people really feel about you and think about you based on how they interact with you. Do people avoid you like the plague? Do people, are, are people, uh, do they dump work on you all the time? Do they take your niceness for a weakness? So on and so forth. So if you're reflective and observant, chances are you already know a little bit about your brand and how you're showing up. Now, another thing you could do is ask for feedback. But see, some of you, your egos are so big and your insecurities are so large and wide that you'll never do this. And I love you. You guys know every time I say anything like that, you know, because sometimes I just be feeling like I want to go in. I want to go in a little bit, but it's all love. I got to tell the truth. But some of you, you're not actually going to get feedback. I recommend asking folks for feedback. Hey, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about me? And positive. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about me in terms of ways that I can improve? Simple. Okay. And just get their feedback. Um, and, and here's the thing. If you are in a workplace setting and you're asking your team or your colleagues to do that, don't retaliate. Don't have a bad attitude for three weeks because they told you about yourself. They gave you the feedback that, that you claimed that you wanted. Okay, if it's your friends or family member or things like that, don't get into an argument with them because what you're doing is you're training people to no longer be honest with you. And true leaders have an iron sharpens iron mentality. They're not afraid of being held accountable. They actually love being held accountable. Tell me I have spinach in my teeth. Tell me I did something wrong. Tell me I can improve because I know that if you have the right people around you, as much as they share those things and those areas that you need to improve upon, they will share those areas uh, that you're doing well. It's balanced, right? You have to stay in the multitude of wise counsel, guys. You have to. If you really have wise counsel around you, they're going to pull your coattail sometimes, and rightly so. You should be grateful and thankful for that. So you need to identify where your brand is now versus where your brand needs to be. What do you want to be? Imagine yourself walking into your office. Imagine yourself walking into your business. Imagine yourself walking into your new role, this new opportunity. Who are you? How are you coming across? How are people treating you? How are you being respected? How are you speaking? How are you, how are you galvanizing people around a shared vision? How are you making sure that you are not just serving others, but being in service of their best interests? Like I'm telling you, you have to vision. Visualize this, have, have an idea of where you're going because, because you can't just listen because some of you, you're addicted to professional development. Like I feel like just my, my spirit made me want to say this right now. Okay. I feel like you are addicted. I had, I had to throw the, I had to just throw the horns in there. I feel like you're addicted to professional development. So you want to learn from this person and learn from that person and get a little bit of this and read another book and read another article on this. And some of you are doing it, you know, again, just to be able to have some more knowledge to share with everybody else to flex, to make people think that you are, you know, super smart and everything. Right. And which is not good, right? It's insecurity. You're just gathering information just to flex on everybody else. Okay. Instead of actually putting it into action. And so the reason why I'm saying this to you is because you need to be clear about where you want to be and what that looks like, 
right? And so we we don't I don't want you to listen to this this podcast and take these tips and a tip here and a tip there and a strategy there and you're implementing it in such a disintegrated way that it's not really helping you. How does it fit into your vision that you have for yourself? I can't cast a vision for you. I can give you guardrails, I can give you guidelines, I can point you in the right direction. But but I cannot create a leader out of you, right? You're not a piece of clay that I'm trying to mold. You should already have some idea of where you want to be and what that looks like. And so that's what I mean by saying visualize where, you know, where your brand is but where you need to be. Another thing is identify ways in which you are showing up as a follower. We all do it in some aspects of our lives here and there, but where are you really showing up as a follower where you need to show up as a leader? Um, And the catch here is that you cannot activate your leadership if all core aspects of your life are not in alignment. Go back to episode three. We were talking about that. Gone are the days when you can be successful in one area and toxic in another. You cannot compartmentalize your leadership. You can't compartmentalize your leadership. You're working so hard to impress people. You're working so hard to be a leader on the job. You're working so hard, so pressed to get that promotion. But first of all, if I gave you a performance review at your house, you would not pass. Okay. You would fail. You would have a write-up right now. Okay. You would be on an active, uh, what do they call it? Performance development plan at your house. You would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I said it, yes, you would. So you can show up a certain way at your job, but you can't do the same thing at your own home. And so we want to be in alignment in all aspects of our life, not compartmentalizing our our leadership. And it's not, if you're doing that, it's not representative of true character because true character is really just who you are. It's not you being manipulative and turning on and off in every single aspect uh, environment of, of your life. All right, guys. Phew. I'm going to stop right there. I just feel like it's time. I'm going to stop right there. Look, if you have any feedback about today's episode, you have any advice, specific situation that you need help with. um, And please do not do not text me advice and tell me to slow down because I talk too fast. Listen faster and let's keep it pushing. Okay, I want to just make sure she's self-aware that she talks just a smidgen fast. And so what I need you to be self-aware of is that you can actually record this episode and listen to it twice. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, that wasn't. Okay, that wasn't. That wasn't funny. Okay. Anyway, two one five six zero eight five six eight seven. Text me. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. And then also, you can reach me um, right on my website, drbrandy.com. D o c t o r b r a n d i dot com. And I'm all over social media at the Dr. Brandy. Appreciate you guys. I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that. Time to tune in to the Leaderish Podcast. Hey, let's go. The Leaderish Podcast.